It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, hello, hello. Happy Friday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Now, we start today's podcast by looking back at the breakfast show with former Aston Villa and Man United winger and current Everton fullback, Ashley Young. Youngie joined Adam Brazil and his former teammate, Gabriel Bonhoeffer, on the show. Here's a look back at the best bits. Brilliant strike from Ashley Young from the edge of the area who slides on his knees in celebration. It's going to be a tough year for Everton. I was reading today, Ashley, your new club, uh, that the the takeover, I know it's nothing to do with the players, but it could mm. be prolonged. It could take its time, which is not what the fans want to hear. No, it's not what the fans want to hear, but you know, us as players, we've got to concentrate on what goes on on the pitch. That's all we can we can worry about and just hope for... You know, it's to be uh, run run smooth and it go the process be easy for for the club. So, uh, yeah. like I say, as players, all we got to do is, is go out there and, and produce yeah. on the pitch. Strange though, isn't it, Young? When we was at Villa, we was fighting Everton, wasn't we, for like yeah, yeah. the European places? That yeah. team had under David Moyes, Kale, you know, Pina, um, Jolion was there as well. Everton fans want to get back to that, but obviously, it's going to be a long process. And with the squad of players you've got now, it's about doing what you can, getting the best out of the players you've got. And you've lost some good players, well, haven't you? Mm. And you brought in new players. Striker Beto, he looks like he's going to be a, um, a force. Yeah, I think it's like what what I said when I first went back to the club that you know for the last couple of years, the fans, the the, the club itself, the owners have you know been down fighting relegation. It's not what the club wants. Like I say, when we was at Villa, we was up against the uh, uh, Evan teams and. You know, that's what I see the club can, can get back to. Calvert-Lewin, edge of the area, rolls the challenge of Gaye and scores! A wonderful opener for Everton! Is that a long term or do you think he'll be back? No, I think he should, should be back. Um, hopefully we'll have him back this, this weekend. Oh, lovely. Uh, we're hoping to. We, you know, depends on what the, the doctors and physios say. Well, listen, you, you played against, under, excuse me, so many top managers. Where does Daichi come in here? Is he old? Is he an old-fashioned manager? Has he moved with the times as well? No, you know he's he's an old-school manager, um, but he has moved with the times. That's, that's just the way of football, isn't it? You got to move with the times. So, uh, you know, he's he's a hard worker. He wants you to work hard, and that's just the that's just the given. You have to go and work hard, and you know he's a, he's a manager that lets that lets players go and play and express himself and. Who's scarier, well. Fergie or Daichi? <laughs> the boss, I'd say. I can't even call him Fergie because he's, he's still the boss. And even um, I said to someone the other day, when he, he rings your phone and you see the boss ringing you, he's like, turn the music down, 
like you're still scared of it when you, when you answer to him. Well, even now. Yeah, even now. Sir Alex Ferguson does hold that trophy aloft. He takes centre stage, his final Old Trafford appearance, a 13th for Sir Alex in the year 2013. He bows out in, well, the best way possible for him. Manchester United are champions once more. The boss for me has been the the best one. You know, got the best out of me and just the way his, his man management skills were, were just incredible. He knew how to keep a whole squad happy. His door was always open, he said, and that was... No, not just football related. You could talk to him about anything, yeah. uh, any anything you want to talk to him about, you, you could. And um, you know, he he just knew, you know, his teams for I'd probably say a month. He just knew every what squad he was going to play, barring obviously injuries. That he knew what players that he needed for for what game. And you know, he used to make sure the ones that weren't playing were ready. Um, he, just, he just knew what to do. Deflated, even listening to it now. Not just <laughs> it's then. Incredible, wasn't it? Yeah, it's like listening to it, seeing it on TV. Like, if it comes on TV, the TV gets turned off. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's it's a horrible moment. Like to to go through it, to still see it. It's just one of them things where I just I just can't listen to it, can't hear it, can't don't want to speak about it. It's it's horrible. And the Aston Villa fan scores in the game, which matters most to his club. Well, you just know in that game, don't you, Aston? Like, you, you can't lose it. You know, no. it's impossible to lose that yeah, game. Yeah, it's, it's one of them games where you're playing it and you're like, you can't lose because you can't go out in the city after that because you've yeah. got Blues fans. You can't go out because you've got the Villa fans. You, you don't want to disappoint. You want to go out and win the game and, yeah. and, like you say, have them bragging rights. And, like, then Gabby would go into town and spend some money <laughs> and selfies so be like, yeah, we won a derby. So, uh, <laughs> oh, no, he's, he's still like that. Oh, oh, he, of course he is. Yeah. You know what's funny though, well, we, we, we come back from one of the away games against Blues and like, you're coming into town and like, there's a roundabout and on the right is like the Blues pub <laughs> and something hit the coach. <laughs> They threw like a rock at the codes. The boys were under the table. <laughs> the boys were like taking cover under the table. We we're getting pelters from the, um, the 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 Blues fans, weren't we? Yeah, that's that was always. We used to come out and we used to say, "Oh, let's just wait a little while or get a police escort out." Yeah, there was no police escort out, and oh, we just bad. used to see the pub on the right and just be like, yeah. "Right, let's just wait for it." And then you yeah. dun, 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 and then see Gabby underneath the table. <laughs> <laughs> To the White and Jordan show now, we can hear from Spencer Oliver, Adi Oladipo and Simon discussing the heavyweight scene in boxing and why the big fights aren't happening. I believe Anthony Joshua fights in December, possibly against someone like Andy Ruiz Jr., maybe that for a third time, someone like that. And I do, and I do believe that the Fury fight happens with Joshua and the Wilder fight happens with Joshua, but that won't be until next year sometime. So... I, th- I think Joshua does get out in December, but I don't think it's going to be against Deontay Wilder. We've had this spectre of Sa- Saudi looming over boxing now for quite some time, specifically the heavyweight division, and, and polluting it to some extent because fights aren't happening. Now, Frank Warren makes this big song and dance about this dog and pony show he's got going over in Riyadh <laughs> with, um, with Tyson Fury and Francis Ngannou as being the gateway opener to the proper revenue streams or the proper opportunities where the Saudis will put money up. And we've now got this situation where Frank Warren believes that this deal that he's done over in Saudi will be the gateway to making the big fights. The problem is, is that with this Saudi money not manifesting itself, it's stopping the fights from happening. And like Steve Bunce has said, this year for heavyweight boxing is scandalous. Yeah. 
He's taking this fight of Ngannou, and you can't deny that that's not going to be entertainment. It's going to be a huge crossover, and obviously there's loads of money, and that's what it's all about the, the, on the, the table. But from division, the boxing the fans' point division of division standing still, though, Spencer. Absolutely. It's standing still. But still, I don't think the, that's Fury's there's no, fault. There's no evidence to suggest at this moment yeah. we're going to see one of these blockbuster fights. But that's, that's, not, that's not down to Fury. Spencer said something that made me nearly jump off my chair, and he said it's not Tyson Fury's fault right now what's going on in the heavyweight division. And look, firstly, I'll say, look, Tyson Fury, go and get your money. If it's there on the table against Francis Ngannou, go and get your money. But on the flip side of that, we can also blame him as well. Tyson Fury is the WBC heavyweight champion. It's the best title you can have in boxing. The lineal heavyweight champion will tell you that every single time. He's not had a meaningful heavyweight dust-up in the heavyweight division since he fought Dillian White. That was his mandatory. Since then, he threw Derek Chisora, his good friend, a bone. Mm -hmm. And it, let's be honest, that was an awful fight. And now he's fighting a guy that's never fought before in a professional boxing ring. 100% Tyson Fury's fault. There's but, a logger jab. But, Addy, they, they did to fight Tyson they, Fury. But they, they have tried to make the other fights. They have tried to make we, the we, fights we, with we, Anthony we Joshua. They have tried to make that. the fight with Alexander Usyk. Yeah, yeah but we, we don't know whose fault that is. We don't know because Alexander Usyk well, will come and say that's Fury's fault. And, but, and, but even with those guys, at least those guys are still fighting fighters, real legit fighters. Alexander Usyk just had his mandatory defense against Daniel Dubois. Say what you want about Dubois. He had his mandatory defense. So someone that worked his way up and fought him. Mm -hmm. Anthony Joshua, we don't really like the opponents, but he's fighting. Wait, so what can Fury do about that? That's not Fury's fault. You fight fault. the next man up. You Who? fight the next man up. Who's, there's, there's Frank Sanchez. You can fight. There's Arsene Back, Matt Rudolph. Casual fans might not know them, but we as hardcore boxing fans know these guys. These guys have worked their way up to the position. It's the next man up, so you don't hold up the division. And this is the thing about AJ, and obviously you guys know I'm Team AJ, and I don't pretend to not wear that hat. AJ's not fought Fury or Wilder. If it comes down to a case of it's a case of money, then he's going to lose out on fighting them, and his career is not going to have the have that golden ticket that it needs to have. AJ's always said he's the captain of his ship. He's always said yeah, that's that good point. spoken to him. Good well, point. He needs to make that decision then. He needs to make that decision and say, look, if it doesn't, if it doesn't happen in Saudi, it's got to happen got, over here. Absolutely. It's got to happen over here. Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, put the ticket price up a little bit. You even chuck up the pay-per-view price a couple of points, everyone will still pay for it because it, it does a million pay-per-views. Today with boxing and former professional boxer Amir Khan joined Danny Kelly and Charlie Baker. Khan, who released his autobiography, Fight For Your Life, opened up about the difficult moments throughout his career. It's my autobiography and I want everything in there that everyone knows me for and they know me as a champion and then it gives me a chance to, like for, the, for example when I was tested positive, it gave me a chance to speak about it and give my views yeah. on it. So it's my story on how I see things and how things really went and though it really were. Yeah, we were discussing earlier on, uh, you never dodged anyone in the ring. You know, a lot of fights at the moment, they don't seem to want to fight each yeah. other, but you've, you never really dodged anyone in, in the ring and, and it sounds like you've not dodged, dodged the subject in the book. That's right. I think in the, my in my boxing career, I was too brave for my own good. I fought everyone going up up and down different weight divisions. But that's why and, so many people loved you, Amir. I mean, yeah. I, I, exciting, I, I was yeah. just saying, you know, you can say what you like about about Amir Khan as a boxer. You can yeah. say he, he he all the things that were said about you, both good and bad. But yeah, he look. never avoided. In fact, he, you sought out the best boxers for fifteen years. For fifteen years, for the best. I mean, you know, had a long twenty-seven year uh, boxing career, going to Olympics, amateurs, and everything, mm. winning world championships, and all sorts. You know, obviously may may not have the best chin in the game, but obviously that's what made it exciting. And I'm not shy to talk about it now. You know, I mean, I was put down several times in in boxing, but you know what? It only made me stronger. Made me made me work even harder. I made my fights even exciting, a lot more exciting, and people were. On the edges of, of the edges of their seats, thinking that you know what, 
this is going to be an amazing battle. But the thing is, Amir could get caught and go, mm. could go, go down, you know what I mean? Boxing's been good for me and I've been very smart when to walk away from it. Look, in the last fight against Kell Brook, it wasn't my best performance. But still, I'm not blaming that something was wrong. I just don't have it in me. I didn't have it in, in me in that fact, fight. There's, there's a picture of the fight in the, um, in, in, in the book. Oh, and, yeah. and it says, you say, um, I had only one thought as I walked into the auditorium before the Kelbrook fight. I don't want to be here. And it says in capital mm. What do you mean by that? So I remember looking at the um, clock before leaving the changing rooms. Training camp had gone really well. I felt so good, so sharp. Um, the week of the fight, it's like I hit a wall. Honestly, it's like I hit a wall, all the hype and stuff. And um, I remember in the changing rooms, I was warming up. And you know when you just feel like, oh, you know, it's like I'm forcing myself to throw punches, forcing myself to get into that rhythm. I didn't really get into rhythm. But the last thing I did do, walking out of that changing room, is look at the clock. And I remember like it's about like 10, 11 o'clock. 11 o'clock, I think it was. But within two hours, I'll be in my hotel in bed. You should not be in a sport if you think you can... of... You can sit in an office watching the clock. You can't do it in a boxing ring. No, There's no too way. much danger in there. Too much danger and you're putting your life on, on the line. But you know the thing was, with that fight, no matter what, however I felt, I would have done it because I did it for the British public. And there's a section in the book where everything starts to go very, very badly wrong for you. Yeah, I was in a very dark place. Obviously, I had a big fallout with my family. I had a fallout with my wife. Ended up leaving her. I had this wedding hall that I was building, mm -hmm. which then I find out it's probably, I've spent about 12 million quid on it already when it really wow. should have cost me four million quid then i find out my accounts i've not got the money that i think i should have in there the only way i know how to make money is by fighting mm -hmm. my hands are not working it's still it's still in pain i don't know if it's ever going to be okay to fight with so i'm thinking wow i mean i'm at that age where i'm at the peak of my career where i could be making massive mm -hmm. uh, fights and also making a lot of money in their massive fights and i'm gonna waste my career over my hand problem Today with Kelly and Baker, professional rugby player Danny Cipriani also joined the show and reflected on the tough times in his career to date and also spoke about the current World Cup. There's a, a direct correlation to people that are successful that, that comes from some form of pain and you're going through that journey. It doesn't always necessarily look like a joyous occasion because the, the, the length you've got to go to to be seen, to be heard are all the things that you put your talent into and that was, for me, sport. So along the way, I'm recognising that I'm not feeling as good as I want to be. So I start leaning into things like pleasurable moments that are, are, are distracting my mind in those moments when I'm away from the field, you know, through substance, through um, frequenting uh, females and things that were available to me, but n never through a, a negative or an angry eye. It, it was always me searching and trying to get some form of feeling. Um, but throughout my time, I've had so many amazing people that I've come across from Steve Black, my mentor at 24, and Laird Hamilton, Kevin Lidlow, my physio, that you know have always seen me for me and, and going deep into this journey that I've been on to find peace and have like the most blissful days. It, it's taken a lot of uh, experiences for me to look at them in a different eye and not feel the weight of what it used to be and how it used to make me feel because you can move past the feeling and the emotion and the thoughts and you can continually stay in a state of meditation or peace or bliss and that's how I live my days now and I feel very grateful because um, each experience that you, you read about has, has led me to this day. Do you think the fact that you're obviously an intelligent man, you can speak with clarity, you speak with honesty, do you think that held you back, that the fact that you think for yourself and you speak for yourself? I don't think it's held me back because of the way I feel in my current 
day now, like maybe in terms of achieving success in in a, a material way or caps or yeah, that's playing I mean, for yeah. England or uh, it could do to a certain degree, but only being true to myself is the only answer I can give because along that I faced all those difficulties that came out throughout my adult life. To go and create magic and to go and do things that are unexpected, you have to be vulnerable to do it. If you feel like you have the answer, if you feel like you have to be tough and strong and work hard and that's your route of going and that's your focus, you're going to miss out on the magic of what could be. You, you look at footballers and the way they play the game and the high skill efforts that they have and the emotional intelligence that those guys have and the, the relationship they have with their coaches when they're... When they're and they bond and they hug after games. You don't see that within rugby. England have been victorious in this opening game of the Rugby World Cup for them. 27 points to 10 over Argentina. Even Wiggy know in the long term, because they, like, they're both good family men who have beautiful families that they look after and they're the type of people you want to follow. The people that say the type of things that inspire you, nothing that's going to take away. And the previous reign was quite a, a negative, detrimental, talking down um, current state, you know, so... But right now, if they just pick up wins, I think they're going to have a great competition. They've got a slightly easier side of the draw. Definitely. Um, but they've also got a lot of talented players within the group that can, you know, push push the boundary and, and do something on the day. 12 tries for Ireland, 11 conversions and a full-time scoreline from Bordeaux. Ireland, 82 points, Romania, 8. The draw's been very unkind. That might make France in the quarterfinals. They've got That's the me best framework. My excuse in they've got the best attacking formation, which is the most consistent. And they've got depth too, haven't they? they Provided they do. Sexton stays fit, they've got, the, the they've players, got depth. They're good players, but their attacking framework's the best. And within rugby, if you have a good framework and a good shape that you can consistently fall upon, you're actually going to make huge strides. Now to the wonderful Drive Time show. and We can hear from the sneaker freak himself, Darren Bent who spoke on the importance of mindset for players. A Spurs striker with Charleston said he will seek psychological help when he reports back to Spurs. Oh, it comes off the defender, but Charleston dances round him. He still can't score with an open goal. From a striker's perspective, you need to have that mindset, that arrogance, self-belief and confidence. <laughs> you could be the best player in the world, and I've seen some, some great footballers lose their confidence and you're almost like watching two completely different people. But you've, you've got, even when you miss a chance, you have to have that mindset like, forget about it. I remember Steve McLaren bringing a guy in. I think his name was Dan Abraham. What, England? No, when he was Derby manager. Where were you? Oh, right, wow, okay. Yeah, I think, I think his name was Dan Abraham, and he was brilliant. I used to speak to Dan all the time. Like, he was good. Like, even did this thing when, because we, we spoke about me trying to get back to the Premier League, because I dropped down to the champ, I wanted to go back to the Premier League. And I remember him coming to, I met him one time, uh, and he gave me this board. And this board was massive. I say, big old, about a metre long, big thing. And had all positive aspects of my career. Bits like you'd see, I don't know, you might put... Like, beach ball. Beach ball might have been in there. Oh, well, I was, I was you know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah. Think, or like me celebrating a goal for England. England or, call up. Or hat trick or headlines and saying, oh, this massive board where he's put a lot of effort into it. Yeah. And goes, listen, this is what you've achieved. Like, you, you that, that person is still there. So you'd go through it, you look at it, and it was like really impressive. So he was brilliant. I really enjoyed working with him. Now, today I see Southampton face Leicester live on TalkSport 2. And, of course, this is part where I reference that 9-0. Yep, that happened four years ago, would you believe? Here comes Vardy, right-footed, and he scores! Leicester City 
have nine at St Mary's. It's a shocker for Southampton. Sorry, Southampton nil. Leicester nine. It is a new dawn. It is a new day. There are new owners and Southampton are feeling good. Takes it back for Shea Adams, who swivels on the edge of the six-yard box and fires Southampton into the lead. This division doesn't do boring. Sunderland have won here by five goals to nil. Being honest, a really tough few days after Sunderland. Oh yes, the championship is officially underway on TalkSport. You have to go through that pain again to understand and analyse and learn and try and be better for the next one. And um, what we need to practice the most for this game and, and what's really important for the game. I think we're really clear on uh, the issues we had at Sunderland, really, really clear, um, because we have a lot of clarity in what we want and how we, we're trying to do it. For sure, they are a good team. It's so clear. You can see that they are looking for some something. Probably it's not still clear because it's, they just uh, also they just start a few months ago. But for me, from my point of view, it's so clear that uh, they are looking for something. So with the time, I'm not I'm not doubt that they're gonna they're gonna improve. And they're going to be one of the team at the end of the season. They're going to be there fighting for promotion. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable, too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And finally, we finish today's poddy by looking back at the breakfast show. Have a listen to Alan Brazil's pronunciation of... I'll just play the tape. 30 yeah. years experience. Come on, now, have a go. Have a go. go I can't because what I was going to say is nothing like that woman just said. I'll have a go. Uh, <sighs> Come on, mate. Landfair, put it on, go, 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 go. <laughs> football club. <laughs> see? Not that hard, is it? Oh, yeah. Go on. You, you have a go then, brains. I can't see it on my screen. So no, you I can. Can't, I can't. Of course you can. I can't see it. That's ridiculous. Isn't it? How, can you have a t- how can you have a name of a football club like that? Why not, Al? Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one. These Andy Austin TalkSport Daily Podcast app first in the morning. Do what you've got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That 
was a podcast from Talk Sport. The Talk Sport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. This message comes from BOF sponsor eBay. You'll know real when you get it. It'll say eBay Authenticity Guarantee. And you'll feel it. Maybe it's a head-turning handbag, a watch that says it all, jewellery that makes you look like the gem, or sneakers and streetwear so fresh every step feels fly. eBay gets it. So look for the blue checkmark next to that thing you love and be confident that every inch, stitch, sole and logo is checked by experts. With eBay Authenticity Guarantee, You can trust that feeling of real is always in reach. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal. Visit ebay.com for terms.